Thanks for tuning in. My name is Liam West and I'm a member of the BGSM editorial team. I've got the pleasure of introducing Ian Needleman, a dentist working at the Centre for Oral Health and Performance at the UCL Eastman Dental Institute, with also the ISEH and the National Centre for SEM. So he's actively involved in both the clinical and research side of improving oral health care with athletes, and that's what we're about to talk about. And I've caught up with him at the IOC conference in Monaco. So thanks for joining us, Ian. Yeah, thank you very much for asking me. So to kick us off, my mum used to tell me I had to brush my teeth for two minutes, twice a day, every day. Did athletes get the same message and what does your data show? Well, Liam, we've now carried out three quite large studies starting in London 2012, uh, professional football and more recently we were presenting here in Olympic and professional sport in the UK. And uh, we now have more than 800 uh, data on more than 800 athletes. And What's interesting is it's remarkably consistent across the studies that uh, each of them shows a high prevalence, high proportion of athletes with um, oral diseases, particularly tooth decay, which is caries, uh, dental erosion, which is um, a wear of the teeth not due to uh, bacteria but due to acids, and also gum disease. And the severity of these diseases isn't mild. We're picking up levels that need treatment. Okay, so you've mentioned that we're finding things. Um, what are these diseases that we're finding? So dental caries, I think most people are familiar with that, uh, tooth decay, cavities, caused by uh, essentially sugars in uh, food and uh, drink and nutrition. Um, so the, uh, the bacteria ferment the sugars, produce acids, that ca causes holes in teeth. Yeah, so erosion is different because it's a wearing away of the teeth and it's caused by um, acids typically in uh, nutrition, in food and drink intakes, but also from gastric uh, reflux. And gum disease is uh, quite a serious issue. It's a chronic inflammatory disease and uh, it uh, starts to damage the bone support around the teeth, creates local inflammation, but also systemic inflammation. So we find high levels and high means, uh, more than half of athletes with uh, tooth decay that needs treatment, uh, uh, roughly half that have quite moderate to severe erosion and about 20%, one in five, have quite serious gum disease. So it's, it's common. So we've heard over the past few days at the IOC Monaco conference that the most important part about interventions is getting other stakeholders uh, involved, such as coaches and physios. So how can we do that? Does poor oral health actually lead to a decrease in performance? Yeah, it's a really good question, and I think that's one of the key issues here, that uh, our data points to that very clearly. And again, prevalence is high, so in terms of self-reported impact on training and performance, uh, our data show consistently 20%, one in five, again, report that effect. So it's not just a, a mouth condition, it's something which is affecting their, their daily trade, their performance. So how exactly does poor oral health lead to that decreased performance? Well, Liam, the obvious one that people will know about is acute catastrophic events like um, an abscess, like a wisdom tooth blowing up, something that really just takes somebody out of a competition. Um, those are serious, but actually very, very infrequent. What we're more interested in is um, the, perhaps under the radar, more, much more frequent chronic effects. And this could come from psychosocial impacts. So we've got uh, data about the impacts in, in these athletes on their confidence, 
on their well-being, embarrassment, which is a quite a key issue, on uh, lower grade pain, which is causing impacts on sleeping and eating, um, the potentially the systemic inflammation, uh, the effect of systemic inflammation through gum disease, which we know very well, people with gum disease have uh, increased systemic inflammation. So it's quite complex. There are lots of different mechanisms, but it's also extremely plausible. Can you take us through some case studies of athletes that you've been involved with with oral issues uh, and how they've resolved and, and how that came about? Yeah, some really striking stories and the more we talk, the more, more time we spend with athletes and the more time we spend with teams, the more we hear the stories. It each has so many uh, anecdotes of medals missed or, or close to being missed. Um, some of my own uh, anecdotes, some of the, my own observations when I was carrying out the study at London 2012 Olympics. I was very struck by an African athlete uh, who um, recruited to study. He was very keen to take part in the study. And the reason he was keen was because he told me that he'd not been able to train properly for the previous 12 months. And I just found that extraordinary. Uh, somebody at that level of training and performance whose mouth was affecting them to that extent. And um, in more, the more recent study, which is um, we've had the pleasure of working with the GB, uh, uh, the British Olympic Association, GB Olympic teams. Again, we've had um, several athletes, and I think of uh, one in particular who had wisdom tooth problems, which um, if they hadn't, if it hadn't been treated urgently, would have certainly been a time loss uh, injury episode and um, another where the tooth decay had led to a tooth abscess and again a similar thing we had to see the individual at a very uh, late stage very urgently just before flying out for a major champs and without managing that they would not have been able to compete I mean it's just game over. Let's maximize the time with you Ian um, what are your take-home messages for the listener? Well take-home messages this it's not recognized very much at the moment that Participate in sport, great thing to do, really important for health as well as uh, the competition, but from our data and others, clearly affects uh, oral health or can affect oral health. Um, and it's important to either prevent these conditions or to mitigate that risk. So some of the things that athletes can do, I think a key thing is see the dentist. So hopefully there's a, a dentist um, embedded with the team or associated with the team, see them at least a couple of times a year because of that increased risk. To reduce risk, use a high fluoride toothpaste. Um, not so available in, in the shops, but you often have to get those from a dentist. And those are high fluoride, about 5,000 parts per million. Um, to reduce uh, sugars, sugar intakes, other than those that are really needed to enhance performance or, or training, and particularly between training episodes. Um, water's a fantastic nutrition, uh, hydration um, aid. Uh, so to avoid the, um, some of the, the products, unless you really need them. And of course, the clear old message, brush twice a day for two minutes. My mum had it right. Yeah. Thank you very much for your time, Ian. Liam, great pleasure. Thank you for asking me. Perfect. And I hope you, the listener, enjoyed these messages. Um, and I'd just like to make a quick shout out to the publication that Ian and his team uh, have in the BGSM with a fantastic infographic that you can use to explain some of these messages. Um, we'll link that at the bottom of this podcast. So if you want to hear more from BGSM, make sure you follow us on our various social media channels. 
And that leads me to say, I hope you have a great day full of physical activity.